Welcome to episode 86 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 28th of January, 2019, and I'm Terry. And joining me as always is Darren. Good evening, Terry. Buongiorno, signorita, por favor. Um, that's kind that was of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how we senor that was the thing hi darren good evening terry how are you i am not too bad how are you i am not too bad i i i had to sit through training terry i hate training i, I i'm i like that saying old dog new tricks Mm. Don't don't put me on training course for three days. I don't. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> and the the worst thing was um, I, I won't go into detail because it's kind of boring. Um, it, but this piece of software called OpenShift that does does wonderful things. Okay. Um, the training course went on for three days, um, showing us how to do all this stuff via the command line uh, software that I've used for about a year now, um, and. We, it, for example, we spent an entire morning on uh, to create this route. You need to do this, and you need to do this, and you run this command, and you need, then you run this, and then you run this. I, I kind of put my hand up point. This, this is just a right-click option in the UI. Oh yeah, but you need to know how to do it. By the, well, no, nobody <laughs> uses the command line. We all use the UI. This, this entire three-day training course could have been done in about two hours. Jesus Christ! I do like the fact that you pulled them up as if to say. How dare you make me do extra work when it's just a right-click <laughs> command? What the fuck? It, it was a. Um, but anyway, anyway um, they were like, "Well, yeah, but you need to know exactly what it's doing." I know exactly what it's doing because I right-click and it does the thing that I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't need an entire morning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but but what it made me do was something quite strange because the training course was during like core office hours. Mm. Um, I had no idea when I was going to get out for a run. So I ended up going to work, and I was going out for runs at like 7 o'clock in the morning, Terry, before work. That's a weird experience because it's still dark. And although it's on routes that I go around all the time, they're dark. And there is a many, many, many people walk around in dark clothing at 7 o'clock on a, <laughs> on a weekday morning. It's quite scary. But you're brave. You could just run away from them. Well, no. So what I did, I bought a head torch. <laughs> all right. Okay, cool. Yep. Good lad. But I, I spent some decent money on it as well. The, the, this thing's bright; it's like three hundred lumens. Um, does it does it like feed information back to your phone via the magic of Wi-Fi for reasons? No, 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 no. It's just a, a genuinely good torch. Um, oh, okay. But the, this thing, it, it was like a car headlight. It was ridiculous. Put it on its brightest setting, and <laughs> I was dazzling people. I felt, yeah, you would have jumped out me yesterday, wouldn't you? <laughs> see you from a I mile see away. you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but that was interesting um because last week it was pretty bloody cold so i think mm. one morning it was like minus two yeah. and there's me running down the side of the canal thinking i hope i don't fall in <laughs> <laughs> i mean you'd only fall on sheet ice anyway so it's all right yeah 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 uh, i did slip on some black ice but apart from that one incident it was all good yeah um i've been buying trainers terry trainers yeah so so uh, i Again, I don't want to talk too much about the running stuff, but it's that time of year where where all the big brands change their um, spring-summer um, 19 range, and so all their old stuff uh, get reduced to half price. So essentially, I can pick up two pair of trainers for the price of one. So I did that, and I tried them, and I bought some nice ones, and they're very nice. Uh, I dread to think prices, but... Um, uh, so half price is 65 quid a pop. Oh, that's not bad. No, 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 they're not bad, especially when they're like proper running shoes. 
like orthopedically correct for your pleasure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Bought those. They were cool. Uh. And and just finally, Terry. I I. So you know I'm training for all of these events. Yeah. Um. I. So every weekend I go out and I try and push myself to the limit. Just see what I've got in the tank. Sure. Um, this weekend I found out exactly how much I have in the tank. I <laughs> broke myself. I get. <laughs> oh God damn! Excuse me. Um, you did break yourself. Yeah, so it's the weirdest thing. I had my body give up on me. Um, I went out and did uh, uh, just over 19 miles on, on Saturday. Mm. And uh, my body just gave up. It, uh, I, I cramped up from the waist down. Um, and I got flu-like symptoms. It's the weirdest thing. Don't you ever fucking do that ever again? <laughs> I know. I kind of uh, last couple of miles, I was in, I was in agony. Um, I just had no energy or anything. I got home, basically fell through the door, took my trainers off, <laughs> went see Christine. Went, I'm broken. <laughs> she went, well, you did it to yourself, didn't you? <laughs> I surprised it wasn't. Uh, all right, back to Two Point Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I kind of ran a bath and then just kind of slid into that and stayed there for an hour, just trying to get some feeling back in body. How many Probably. tears were they? Um, none, none. Oh, I, right, I, okay. I was like, I, I, I did 19 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I promise yeah, I'm fine. So, yeah, so um, not not this weekend because I, I need to be alive for the evening. Um, but the weekend after, I'm going to go for 20 miles. Nice. Yeah, so all good in the hood. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I do realize that I talk quite a lot on on this podcast about the old running stuff. Because nah. I, I guess it's one of my, one of my hobbies. Yeah. Hey, do you know what else is my hobby, Terry? Podcasting. Wow. So do you know what's coming, Terry? There is another podcast. Wow. Yeah. Now, <laughs> when this airs, um, we should have finally had the iTunes link through. Um, so we'll put it in the show notes. And uh, Jess and I are doing a podcast. You are indeed. I've Jess. listened to that pilot episode. You have indeed. Um, so, as it stands at the moment, it's already on the Spotify's, on the Stitchers, on Tuned In. Uh, we just wait for the iTunes link, and then we shall uh, share that with the world. Yeah, um, I will stick that in the show notes. Yeah, so people so, can uh, listen. Have you in their ears again? Yeah. Um, uh, so, just, just a, a quick synopsis on the podcast. It's. Uh, uh, Jess and I and uh, a couple of others where we're doing we're doing lots of events over the year so we thought what we'd do is um, so we've done a pilot podcast and we're going to do a podcast after each event and just basically discuss said event uh, but we're also going to have an Instagram account so we can take pictures and that kind of shizzle at the events themselves so okay. people can get even though people aren't there they can get a feel for the events and then see if you know 2020 if they want to do it themselves they can have a look back and think oh actually that's something i wouldn't mind doing well i do i do like at the beginning of the podcast like you and jace basically state you know this is not a podcast for people that want to get better this is to kind of give them a vertical slice of this is what this event is like yeah yeah, yeah. and kind of the these are kind of the pitfalls and maybe the things that you can look out for to try and help people um, you know that that may not be aware of what these events are like, or this particular event in this place yeah. is like. It's it's easy for them to kind of listen to this and understand. Right, okay, now I know what to prepare for. 
Yeah, and it's also like a diary, something we can look back on in a couple of years' time and think, oh, God, remember when we did so-and-so? <laughs> remember how we <laughs> broke when we did X and, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, It's good, though. It, it, it is genuinely good. Yeah. Um, so it's called Level Up Running uh, Podcast, and it's so far it's on all the major things. We're just waiting for iTunes to be, behave and give us a link. For reasons. For reasons, yeah. For reasons, Darren. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's me harping on. What about yourself, Terry? So, Darren, I've done responsible things. Um, I say that in the sense that I went to go get my eyes tested. And okay. they said, ha ha, ha 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 oh dear sir, what are you doing to yourself? And I'm like, I'm going blind, I guess. And he's like, yeah, I'm not actually going blind. Uh, my prescription is just a little bit worse than what it is, what it was a couple well, of years your, ago. Your eyes are changing quite often because last time you went, they, they changed. Uh, it's only a minor. I mean, my, mine is only like point, now is 0. 0.5, 0. 0.75, whereas um, before it was 0. 0.25, 0. 0.5. Oh wow! Okay, I think these uh, things make, I think these thing numbers make sense, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, um, I'm on, I'm on point fives on each eye. Yeah, so it's only like a minor thing, but yeah, it's yeah, one, yeah. It, it's know. it's SD to HD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hundred nearly hundred and fifty quid later, I'm getting new glasses on Saturday. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Um, cow wars, Darren. That the 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 heating stopped working. Just before the cold snap, um, to which I was like, the actual fuck. Um, so yeah, that that was a thing that happened. Uh, we got a guy to come out and have a look at it, and he smacked the uh, the uh, the little motor, and he said, "Yeah, your motor's stuck. You just give that a whack, and you'll be fine." And I'm mm. like, buzzing, because uh, he said a new motor would probably cost like a hundred odd quid, and I'm like, even better. Um, so yeah, some as silly as that, actually smacking a motor. He said, "Yeah, motor's stuck." It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Save myself some money. Um, I did my first webinar, Darren. Webinar? Uh, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. God. Right, sit in front of the computer for an hour and listen to this happen. Okay. Mm. Well, Take notes. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're an international company, so webinars are a, a pretty standard thing. Yeah, it's my first one, so it's like I, I, I kind of felt a bit like nervous. Like I don't know, I don't know what to expect from this. Like I don't know what's going on. No, no, you just have to sit there and listen. Right, okay, for about an hour. I mentioned three days worth of training, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when you mentioned it, I'm like, I don't envy you one bit. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was terrible. Um, and then Darren, I'm kind of gymming it up. And I say kinda because me and a mate of mine who I play uh, Fortnite with, um, he also wants to get fit for reasons. Mm -hmm. So he was like, tell you what, every time we die, and we die a lot, uh, why don't we do some like exercises in between? And I'm like, okay, I'm down for that thinking. He'll give up after a couple of days. No, we've been, we've been going for two weeks now. Um, oh, wow. okay. So I've been, every time we die again, which is a lot, um, I've got the weights out. I've got some like ten kilogram weights. They're not heavy, heavy, but they do for hmm. for me for now. Um, it's one of those where it's like he's like, right, okay, another ten, and I'm like, oh fucking hell, cut, and then we keep going. But I'm I'm noticing some some actual muscle, Darren. There's some wow. muscle there, and it's not just from playing myself. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm say you are going pretty blind pretty oh, quick. <laughs> there you go. He's oh god damn it. Oh, it's out there now, goddamn. Um, but yeah, it's it's been really good. I mean, he's 
he's expanded a bit more. He's doing his sit-ups and doing all this, that, and the other. And mm. I'm just kind of wanting to do, like, you know, weights and that sort of stuff. Been going out for a lot more walks recently. I know it's not as adventurous as, as doing running and stuff like that, but just, mm. uh, just to get out for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes and just go for a walk around the area. Yeah, um, sure. Just to kind of get a breath of fresh air in, even though it's been fucking cold, like you said. But yeah, I again, with you going out at like seven o'clock in the morning, I again I don't envy you. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a weird one. Even though I'm only like kind of lifting weights, and it sounds really silly in hindsight, but I actually feel like I'm doing something productive in between like all of the shit of uh, playing video games. No, no. Uh, to be honest, I, I re- something that stuck with me all these years, I, I remember watching, um, I can't remember what it was on, it was on something like Calendar or something like that. Um, yeah, Calendar's just, just, a, just a Yorkshire thing, isn't it? Um, I no, I think it's I think it's a nationwide thing. Is it? Okay. I think they, they've got like different regions. Okay. Uh, I remember th- this guy being interviewed and he had like 8% body fat and the only way he got to that is every time there was an advert on, he did setups. And uh, again, this this guy was ripped, and that was the only exercise that he did. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's one of those where it's only like ten. I mean, sometimes we'll go like ten, twenty, uh, kind of like reps per, you know, per death sort of thing. But yeah. recently, it's got to like thirty or even forty, and it's like noting these down and like seeing these little git hash marks like building up on this page and I'm like fucking hell with that you know I think before like dinner time yesterday I think he'd done like 50 sets of 10 wow just silly stuff like that and it's just like but it it builds up over time and yeah. I'm just happy to be doing it but it sounds really silly but just to do something like that in between like deaths and well, it's and better than stuff in your face exactly mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's 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 been good and it's working I think good. I think good. But yeah. Anyway, Darren, mm. I've just talked about video games. Why yeah. don't we talk about them a bit more extensively in what we've played? Checkpoint. Darren, I see you've been playing video games. I have. I want to know about video games. So, so I was struggling to find something. I think I mentioned this on the last episode. Um mm. And I thought I want something quirky. I quite like the Observer, um, so I, I went with I went with We Happy Few because it's on the Games Pass. The internet thinks this game's shit. Tell me about it. Oh, <laughs> the internet's full of fucking idiots. We, we discuss this often. Too. Um, so We Happy Few. The best way I can describe it is um, think think fable, as in a surrounding. Okay. Uh, as in aesthetic. Um, pretty nineteen sixties. Um and mix in some Bioshock. Oh, okay. Um, we have um, it, it's all very British. Um, all cups of tea and all that kind of stuff. It kind of the 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 aesthetic that you talk about. It kind of from the outset looks like a nineteen sixties. Yeah. Britain. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that with like a Bioshock spin on it, that's how it feels. Um, Bioshock. It's um, it's very stealth heavy. Mm. In fact, the main mechanic is stealth. Mm. Um, sweet, sweet stealth. Um, uh, leveling system, skill trees, um, crafting system. You've got a health system, so you've got a uh, uh, food, water, health, poison, all those kind of good stuff. And it, 
you know what? It's not bad at all. Um, I'm, I'm five, six hours into it. Okay. Um, I think I'm getting a feel that all the weapons are um, melee. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't found any guns yet. Or, or should I should say I picked up the odd gun, but it's been more of a bayonet and it's been used as a spiky thing. Right. And it's not bad, you know. It, it It's done on the Unreal 4 engine. It runs absolutely smooth as silk. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you go around. I mean, I, I spent forever walking around picking up flowers um, so I can craft them into some kind of a thing. Um, oh, crafting. Yeah. Um, but it, you know what? It's good. Uh, I think people should give this a go. Uh, people that have got games passed, it's all right. Because that's the thing. I mean, it's I played it, I think I might have talked about it when it was on Games Preview. Mm, that's right. On Xbox. Um, but it, it drastically changed compared to what it is now because I remember there being a very long delay uh, between when the Games Pass was a thing sorry the games preview was a thing yeah. to actually coming out they changed it quite dramatically so um i have it downloaded but i would i wouldn't mind jumping in just to see how different it is because i believe we do actually have a quick look of it on uh, on our page the oh, game preview version okay um so um i'd be interested to see kind of how different it is compared to uh, the final mm. product yeah yeah um so i'm enjoying it um it's to be honest, um, it was about five hours in before I'd finally unlocked everything. So it was, I'd say it was a heavy tutorial, but there again, I do wander around quite a lot, picking yeah. up flowers and things. So I could probably got there in about two hours. To craft things? Yeah. 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 I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head with stealth and Bioshock. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I knew Bioshock game there needs to be a thing, but... Yeah, I mean, I, even I'm enjoying like throwing stuff to 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 alert people and then pull like packs apart, then sneak up and stealth and and strangle them, and carry the bodies over into like deep grass and then drop them down there. Hell yeah! Yeah. Do you pl- have you ever played uh, Dishonored? No, but it feels like that. Right. Okay. Because um, um, Dishonored's uh, really good. Yeah. So. Uh, so I haven't played Dishonored, but I've seen many videos on it. I, I was because uh, we've had it free on uh, with Games of Gold and um, mm. PS Plus, and I was like, "Am I going to enjoy this?" And I, I'd watch some um, gameplay of it, and this feels very much like that. Um, sure. Maybe maybe like a Feath or something, that kind of thing. I think with Dishonored as well is is because again it is somewhat stylized. Yeah. Um, and like you say, it's got the stealth kind of on there as well. But uh, but yeah, Dishonored's a really good game. So I mean, if you're getting on, we'll be happy if you are. Right, mm, that mm. might be another one to to look at as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think I think you'd actually get quite a lot out of this. I think it ticks a lot of boxes for you. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I, I like to say I've got it downloaded, so I'm just going to uh, uh, probably play that in the next couple of weeks. Or so hmm. um, I want something a bit more hacky slashy. Uh, so I went back to Diablo on three on the old Switch. Spinning around in a circle, killing things. Well, no, actually. Um, I haven't got to that <laughs> point yet. So I'm playing the Necromancer, and that that's one overpowered mofo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've now got to the point where I've ramped the difficulty up to uh, two or three past normal. Um, so the XP is really starting to come in now. Um, right. But I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 down low. Um, I think, uh, I, so I haven't even finished Act 1 yet. So I haven't even right. got as far as we got. Jeez, okay. But but I'm enjoying it. I'm got, just going around smashing things, making things explode. I mean, with the necromancer, I've got this p- specific skill 
where you can make so you kill loads of things then you can target corpses and make them explode so you turn them into bombs it's genuinely Hell brilliant yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's diablo but it's on the go indeedy and and it's more than usable on the go as well um as as I said before it's just the inventory management that's a bit it's like you have to look quite close to you to think is that better or worse yeah okay <laughs> Because that's the thing, because, I mean, with Diablo, there's a lot of, like, on-screen stuff. Does that translate well to a, a smaller screen? It does, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I was, um, in, in quotes, watching TV the other day and uh, <clears> playing <throat> Diablo, and it worked really well. Uh, I, I burnt through the entire battery. It worked that well. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, very good. And then just finally, uh, this weekend, uh, because we have ear access, I jumped into... Uh, Anthem and how to play the demo. Uh, now I didn't get a chance to play this, but what did you think? So I think it's extremely pretty. Um, okay. I think it's extremely fluid. Um, okay. I think it's a gorgeous-looking game. Um, mm. However, for me, it's it's a little too Destiny. Um, so if I was to sum it up in one line, I'd say Destiny with jetpacks. Okay. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Destiny is a really good game, and I spent many, many hours in the first one. Um, but I, I, I would have loved to have seen this in a single-player experience. Now I know you can solo some of the stuff, um, but it, in the same way as Destiny, you, you get to certain points and you've got to team up. Yeah, that it was kind of uh, you and me were messaging about it over the weekend, and the summer I was listening to it might have been a kind of funny podcast, and they'd gone to like a press event or something about it, yeah. and th- someone asked, you know, is this single player? And they said, yeah, but you throw into instances with other people. It's like, well, it's not single player then, like strictly single player. But yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've only played the first Mass Effect and partway through two, but. I think people crying out since Andromeda wasn't spectacular. Mm. I think people was kind of hoping that this would be a single-player story-focused narrative, but I don't believe that that's what EA... That's the path they want to follow, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is definitely uh, targeting the the Destiny audience. I mean, if they can tell a good story Mm. through multiplayer, then why not share that experience with other people? Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, it, it's just that being thrown into instances, you know. Um, I I think what they said was that you didn't have to worry about, like, you know, like doing a raid or something. You have to strictly, like, speak to people and do that sort of stuff. They said that there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a thing. I mean, it, it's look, it looks gorgeous from the footage I've seen. Um, but apparently the servers were down for quite a while yeah, over so- the weekend. So I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with that. I mean, I, I yeah. tried it Saturday afternoon, and I tried it again Sunday morning, and I got straight in both times. Is this the internet blowing things out of proportion, Darren? Don't be silly, they never do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. So yeah, um, I enjoyed it, and I just kind of wish I I enjoyed the online games more. Um, I think it would be the perfect game for me. So I'm guessing this isn't going to be a, a day one. God no no no! Um, I'll, I'll, I'll is this probably... a budget? Maybe access? Realistically, I'll wait for it to go on any access because um, I've only got a couple of well, about about eight weeks left before uh, most of my free time gets used up. Sure, yeah. Um, so before we know it, it'll, it'll be it'll be access, and at that point, I'll jump on it because 
well, there'll probably be a second surge then. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like this is where it's going. I mean, um, you know, with, with a lot of games that have been coming out, especially like over Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like they'd be released and then like two weeks later, oh, the half price now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember at one point game was doing a two for 60 quid uh, wow, deal okay. and it was like on all the new ones. So it was like, you know, Fallout 76, FIFA, Battlefield 5, uh, WWE 2K19, a lot of like games that had only been out like two or three weeks. Yeah. They were dropped to about half price. And it's like, it's, it's kind of this weird state of play with games at the moment is like people really don't want to buy day one and i think you know like you've kind of been on that bandwagon for a long time now yeah Um, and i think people are just kind of starting to catch up in the sense that well no this is probably going to be a broken mess and no we've already been burnt by this so we'll hang on for a little bit Yeah, yeah um yeah it's it's a difficult one because in this day and age people don't release games that are completely like fixed if you know mm. what i mean like day one yeah um but people are so hesitant uh with the money at the moment to buy video games like day one um yeah it's it's a weird thing especially like an online thing like uh like anthem yeah yeah um but yeah it's um, is that the state of is that the current state of video games at the moment people yeah. are hesitant to buy them because they're broken yeah i mean don't get me wrong i mean that demo felt pretty solid um mm. And uh, again, I guess if, if if I if I gamed at the right time on a day and uh, I could hook up with people at the right time on an evening, and and commit that amount of time to it, I'd probably have a really good time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can't do any of the above. So. Oh, which is fair enough. You've got more important things to do, like running in the dark and yeah. blinding people. Yeah. So. Speaking of buying games day one, Darren, and people don't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, bought Resident Evil 2. Um, Millennial. <laughs> day, day one. Um, uh, oh, that game. Um, that game is really good. I have completed the Leon uh, story. Okay. Um, took me about just short of eight hours to do his campaign. Okay. Uh, and then so you've got one it. sitting now. Uh, oh, oh, oh no 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 you can't you can't play that game for a long period of time um you run out of clean knickers at that point so you you know you've got a fresh pair constantly nice. um yeah it's it's wow capcom have really kind of done well recently with the resident evil franchise from re7 uh to now resident evil 2 but it's it is genuinely like terrifying i so- have so for those of us that don't know, um, so there was, there was Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this just a... So this is a remake. So have they, have they done the the same story, the same mechanics, and just changed the graphics, or just totally rebuilt the game? So they've completely rebuilt the game. Um, okay. But what they've done is, is they've changed certain things uh like character arcs and certain stuff like that so story beats are a little bit different puzzles are completely different and are in different orders locations are different and um it feels very cinematic okay uh, very cinematic i mean i can't remember who posted on twitter but someone basically said this is like if christopher nolan got his hands on the resident evil franchise and he oh got, wow okay um it, it really is it, it's i, I mean that it, it start like in the original ps1 version you get the cutscene right at the very beginning where you're at a 
the petrol station and zombies and that's how Claire and Leon meet and then the truck and things. Um, in the opening of this, uh, it tells it from like the truck driver's perspective. Okay. So even it gives you that little bit of prologue to like, okay, that's how he careened and did all this, that and the other. And you play the opening bit at the gas station. Right. Okay. So you play that little bit and that's your tutorial. Um, but I mean... I obviously can't spoil it. I, I I definitely don't want to, but I mean, it's like some character arcs in in the original PS One version um, were like, oh, he's in it for like two seconds and bleh. Yeah. Uh, but this, it's like you really give these characters depth uh, in this short time or you know the long period of time that you see them on screen. It, it's they give each character depth and a backstory to a certain degree. You know they they all have quite a story to tell. But with this, it it, it feels like um, I don't know. There, there are certain characters in there that it's just like you you flesh the relationships out you give nods to certain things and it it just helps the world build that little bit more and the thing is for so on the ps sorry the the original version of resident evil 2 i never completed the um claire campaign it was just the leon one that i did okay so i never saw the story from her perspective um so i only ever did the leon stuff but even with the leon stuff like I said, what they can do these days is just tell much better stories. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. even their like trailers were saying, you know, your memories can be misleading because the overall arc follows the same narrative, but little story beats change, but the overarching story is the same. Sure. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. So, um, what they've done is like the enemies are, are just terrifying. You know, you think, oh, shambling zombies, who gives a fuck? Um, but they've kind of reinvented the zombie and just made it even more terrifying. Um, it like you can be shooting a zombie in the head, but they've got like the tech where you can see like chunks of the face ripped off by the bullets. Oh, wow. And kind of their face kind of like starts disintegrating into this. You just see like the muscle and the teeth and the eyes and all that sort of stuff underneath, uh, but they don't go down with like a single headshot. It takes like three or four, if not five, headshots to to take them down. But the problem is they might not stay down, so oh, you've got to be very tactical with the way that you do it. Because um, let's put it this way: I got to the end and I had like pistol ammo, and that was it. Oh shit! And I'm like, the fuck am I supposed to do here? Uh, so you've got to be really. It's more tactical in the sense that, right, I've got zombies here. I could just blow the shit out of their head or at least attempt to. Or I can take them out at the legs. That will make sure that they start crawling. I can run around them and kind of get around that way. So a lot of instances you're thrown into, it's like, can I get out of this without wasting any bullets? Yeah. Or do I... It's like using your gun is like the last ditch attempt. Right. Okay. Like you kind of like, if you're backed in a corner, that sort of thing. Um, the one of the kind of mainstays in 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 that game is uh, a character called Mister X. Okay. Um, is just a dude in a trench coat, and he just chases you around. But it is one of the most terrifying things, um, because all you hear is dum dum dum, and you just hear his footsteps thumping throughout the station. Oh god! And it's like, how close is he? Like you don't. The problem is, is that the sound design is really clever it's 
it sort of gives you a look like if you've got surrounded or anything like that it'll give you sort of a location he's in mm. but you don't know if he's like on the top floor middle if he's on the same floor as you that sort of stuff right okay um but like i've had it where times where he's just like slammed a door open I've let out the manliest scream in the world and just like booked it in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's like he just slams a door open and he just he just careens after you. He just thumps his way towards you, oh, and he's God. not slow either. And he just he's just hell bent on taking you down. But then that adds like another level of kind of anxiety-driven madness because the zombies that you thought you'd taken down, they're now back up. Brilliant. He's chasing you, so you've got zombies to compete with, but you can't slow down because he's chasing you. So it's like, well, how the fuck do I get out of this situation? Um, but it's you don't feel safe when you hear that sort of stuff going on. You never feel comfortable, um, and they always put you on edge. But there have been... Um, they, they don't have, like, necessarily, like, jump scare jump scares, if you know what I mean, like, scripted ones. Yeah, yeah. But just through doing stuff like that, it's like, fuck, 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 and you just, you panic. You don't know what to do, but... um, Yeah, I mean, it, it plays well. It looks gorgeous. Um, it, Yeah, it's just a great experience. I mean, I'd posted on uh, Twitter about Mr. X and uh, Tony... Epic Tone Dog, he, yeah. uh, he, he's like, what are you on about? And I'm like, oh, it's Resident Evil 2. And uh, he considered buying it, and I was talking to him a bit more, very briefly, but he's ended up buying it, and he said it's brilliant as well. So, oh, very good. Um, but yeah, it, I texted you and said that you'd hate this game. Hmm. Now, the only reason I did that, Darren, is because I had to pause the game, and I had my phone near me, so I had to talk to someone. Uh, so I didn't feel so stressed out. So. <laughs> yeah, you, you, thought, you would hate this game. I went, yes, I know. That's why I don't own it. <laughs> but it is it is one of those where you get like the panic. Like I was screaming at the TV um, because like pushing through doors, that sort of stuff. Sometimes Leon would slow down mm. and I'd fucking move um, and get to like a safe area, um, which are very few and far between. But, um, you know, I, I like that mix of puzzle and third person and all that sort of stuff sure because it it does have that old school like resident evil feeling that you've got puzzles to to solve and and all that sort of stuff but yeah uh, um yeah so i've started claire's campaign um but it feels like because you do like leon a then Mm. claire b so claire this this feels like a Cliff's Notes version of the Claire campaign. Right, okay. So when I finish this, I can then do Claire's campaign first, and then ah, that will tell a more okay. fully fleshed yeah. story, and then Leon would be like the Cliff Notes edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there are locations I, I never got to. There are weapons I never found. And all of like these, you can get like upgrades for your weapons, and they're like optional. If you don't find them, then tough, move on. Um but yeah, it's it's a fantastic game, um, and obviously I've not completed. It. I've only done Leon's, but I mean, eight hours for his campaign alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even if Claire's ends up being like I don't know, like two three hours, I've still got her campaign, which tells a completely different story. Sure, yeah. Than Leon's, so it's like basically like two games in one. Um, but yeah, brilliant game, brilliant game. Um, and I highly recommend that to people that hate having clean boxes. Nice. Uh, is the is the endorsement I would give for that game. Um, but yeah, 
Resident Evil, man, that is a good game. But Darren, mm. we've gone on long enough about video games, or at least I have. Why don't we talk about what we've been watching? Let's. Checkpoint. Darren! Yes. What have you been watching? A um, few things, actually. Uh, start with TV. I finished off Big Little Lies. Um, meh. Yeah, meh. Right. <laughs> so, absolutely not a bad thing. It's it's actually quite good. And after I'd finished watching it, I was like, ah. I, I was actually speaking to me at work. And I was like, right, so this is where I think they're going to go with season two. And we were getting really into the discussion. I think the thing that annoyed us slightly when we watched it was... Um, each episode starts off with almost like um, a police sergeant saying, "Oh yes, we found a body and da 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 da," and there was a there, there was a head wound and and you get this um, in and amongst all the episodes, mm. and it only really it only really matured uh, for about for about five minutes in the last episode, so there was a little bit too much dick teasing went on. Right, I get you. Um, but it it was good. It, if 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 you ignore the, the 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 police bit and just get on with the actual story, it's actually a good story. The characters are strong, the acting strong, the story is very strong. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, and I think season two, if it goes in the direction that uh, we were discussing, then I think it will be very interesting. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, it's on it's on now TV. There's seven episodes there. It's not bad TV, but it's not something you can watch in the background. You have to kind of watch it because a lot happens. Sure, I get you. Um, a few stuffs come back. Future Man, season two. It's okay. Um, only I've only watched one episode so far, and it's kind of picked up where the other one finished. Right, okay. I hope it's as good as season one. Um, what I've seen of this one so far is like, um, could go either way. But yeah, um, uh, looking forward to see what season two brings. Um, I just hope it is as good as season one. Yeah, because um, I, I, I remember you mentioned about this when season one came out. But... Yeah, so I, th- I think season one's on uh, on Now TV, hmm. so you can go watch that. Um, is that that's where you've watched first episode of season uh, two? Indeed, yes. I, I've actually yeah. uh, I th- did I mention on the last one that I got rid of the Virgin Box. And just surviving purely on now TV? No, you didn't. I have done that. I'm saving Holy myself. Holy shit! Save myself forty-five quid a month. There you go. You see? Yes. And I can buy all the hookers in the blow. Uh, I mean, <laughs> forty-five quid doesn't buy a lot down here. I know you're in Bradley, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'd still have change left over. <laughs> yes, you would. Um, uh, Awful's back. I do like the awful Terry. Uh, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's Voyager, Terry. It's Voyager. It's basically Star Trek, but funny, but also kind of has some serious yeah, bits yeah. in it. Yeah, very much so. And it's got Seth MacFarlane in it. It so, has, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, there's an entire episode. And they tackle this in quite, a, quite an amazing way. The, the um, I, I want to say Klingon, because he's very much like a Klingon. He's like mm. the big... Um, warrior brute type kind of guy. Yeah. Um, for reasons, he, he, he just couldn't get... He, he'd gone through all the porn and he just he, he just couldn't find anything like to put in a hollow sweep. <laughs> so he ended up buying this this dodgy this dodgy porn um, which he put into a hollow sweep which then got a virus 
Um, so the, the rest of the ship's dealing with that while there's this shit going on outside the ship. Uh, but every time they went into the, the holo suite to go and fix it, you, you've got um, these other, uh, we'll call them Klingons, um, in, in like little thongs and stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll look after you, don't worry. <laughs> the engineer's like, I'm, I'm trying to fix this. <laughs> uh, and these other engineers turn around and go, Hi, I'm Steve. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, it's genuinely brilliant. Um, I think I think I think Seth MacFarlane's done a good job with it. Mm. You can tell he's a big Star Trek fan, and he's done his own spin on it. He's a big nerd, just like us. Yeah. Oh, uh, new Star Trek's out as well. Um, I, I like it. It's. Um, I don't want to spoil it, just in case people didn't see the end of season one. Right. Um, but the, the, there's. There's a big character, somebody, somebody who's big in the Star Trek world. He makes an appearance and he does stuff for reasons. For reasons and stuff. Hell yeah! Um, but I, I, I think the introduction of said character um, as it's almost like season two is a reboot. Mm, okay. Which I know season one is a reboot of the series, but season two is like a reboot of this series. So they've it, they've kind of moved around their plane. Um, that they've moved around the pieces. And it just kind of works a bit better. Does it feel like the first season was kind of like, right, we'll we'll test this, and if it's good, then we can kind of trust them with, right, okay, here's the actual timeline. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's good. I, I like it. There's there's been some very interesting scenes, mm. and uh, I, I have to say, on an OLED Terry, the some of these scenes are mind blowing. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just because it's like space, so you've got very dark blacks but you've got like very light explosions and things like that and it just really fucking pops it's gorgeous because that was the thing when uh i was down yours and when we were testing stuff on the oled like you say like space stuff mm. uh, i think i think you put on like valerian or something like that's that. right yeah, yeah um and that was like a space thing and then you could just like see stars popping like no one's business and mm. it looked all sexual and stuff yeah yeah hell yeah um let's see Terry, we've gone back to uh, Riverdale. Uh, I, I I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, in in a in a weird way, it's it's very tween, um, very teen high school drama. But there's a hell of a lot of backstory going on. Um, so, like the families are, it's like one's the um, the daughter of the mayor, and the other's the son of the police chief, and the other one's the son of this and the son of that, and one of them's got gangster parents, and one of them's got this, and it's just how all they interconnect, and the history between them. Um, but it's done, it's done quite interesting. So even though there's an overarching story, um, there'll be like two or three episodes, which is like, which will cover a story, which then gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we'll move on to the next one. But it feels very much like Scream. Uh, you know the TV series? Oh, Darren, no. No, but... Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so imagine... No, but it's good. Imagine if they took Scream and did it properly, did it well. Kind right, of, okay. Kind of like the first season of Scream, which was good. Yeah, yeah, the first, it, first season of Scream was pretty good. It, it's kind of that. Um, uh, so, well, in the last last couple of days, we've binged through 19 episodes. Fucking hell! Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened when you died. You just, oh, was gonna sound pretty the much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't touch me. Yeah, you know, I tried playing games and I went. I'm gonna go watch TV and stuff. She's like, Oh, I'll come with you as well. Okay, let's do that. I can't lift the controller. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Riverdale. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Right. Darren. I tell you what, let's discuss what you've been watching, and then we shall discuss the film that I've watched in... Should we, should we put it in spoilers? Because we've both got different opinions on this film. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, I don't go. see why not. Yeah, okay. So, Darren, I um, bought films uh, because you told me uh, that iTunes was having a sale on things. That was a great sale, wasn't it? I bought 24 films in total. <laughs> <laughs> Hero. Um, uh, and I watched absolutely none of them so far. However, I did watch... Um, a film on Netflix called Death Wish. Yeah, so we were going to buy this on iTunes because it was down in the two ninety nine sale. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it is on Netflix. Is it any good? Uh, you know what? It's alright. Right. Okay. I didn't mind it. I, I genuinely didn't mind it. If if Darren, you can get past the fact that uh, Bruce Willis has turned into complete wood. Um, what like he- a stonker or? No, in the sense that it's like he doesn't need the money. He's just doing it for the reasons. Oh, it's just fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it feels like he's getting... It, yeah, it, it just feels like he's phoning it in. Right, um, okay. it, It's like, oh, yeah, emotion. Are, are you going to tell your face to emote? Or are you just going to just gonna say emotional things and, and that sort of stuff? But it, it's a good... Hmm. Um, uh, revenge kind of tale sort of thing okay um with bruce willis in it and it's like an hour and a half hour and 45 it's it's not bad okay. um yeah i didn't mind it I, I was watching that last night um and then i finally got around to watching bird box ah okay um the i actually thought Sandra it was really good Bullock? yeah that that's the one yeah, yeah it's on our list to watch uh, but yeah. we, we haven't watched many films um, yeah, it's seeing the trailer um, of it. I wasn't so sure what to think. Yeah, but um, so many people have, have have said it is a really good film, and a couple of people at work had recommended it to me. Yeah, uh, so I thought, fuck it, I'll sit down and watch it. And it, it is genuinely really good. Um, okay. uh, things happen for reasons, and Sandra Bullock is blindfolded for some of it. Yeah, for reasons. Yeah, and that's that's about it. Cool. Sounds awesome. It's, it's pretty tense. Uh, yeah, it's uh, is it about two hours long? Mm, okay. I'm gonna say, but it does tell a really good story throughout. So, okay. um, hopefully, you will enjoy that. Yeah, uh, I read. I read places. I read on the interwebs that it was very much like a quiet place. Um, that's a film I haven't seen, and that was an offer, so I bought that. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> as well as the John Wick two, uh, or the John Wick double pack. Yeah. And Power Rangers, yeah. and Die Hard, yeah. and Baywatch, and Lego Movie, yeah. and Lego Batman Movie. But we won't get into that. Mm. Um, they've still got a sale on. And uh, yeah, so TV wise, I watched the four episodes of Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. Mm, so we uh, we flicked on Netflix the other day, and Christine went, "Is that something we're we're going to watch?" I'm like, "I'm not sure." I'll wait for well, Terry to watch it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now let me tell you, Darren. Mm. Do you do you like conclusions to your stories? Oh, really? There you go. Oh. Okay. What? 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 So no conclusion. No, there's conclusions. That's oh. what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Do you like conclusions to your stories? I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah then you'll like this. All oh, right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I didn't 
know much about Ted Bundy or the Ted Bundy stuff. I just knew of the name and he was a serial killer dude. Yeah. Um, but they, they do. It's a really intriguing story, and like stuff happens that I'm like, really, like the just how absurd it is. It's not just focused on his tapes. It it tells the story of, uh, of Ted Bundy, but interlaced with, um, tapes that he made. Okay. Um, for reasons, um, so it kind of weaves those in, and uh, it actually does tell quite a fascinating. I was going to say tale, but you know what I mean. It it, it tells mm-hmm. the story of the Ted Bundy stuff uh, really well, and there is a big fat conclusion to it, so that's good. Good. Um, but yeah, it, it's only four episodes. Right. And okay. I think they're about an hour long a piece, if that's... Uh, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty simple watch, but it's uh, there's some shit in that, man. Cool. Um, but it's it's pretty good. But Darren, what is this, what is this film you want to discuss with me? So Terry... I have now watched Venom. Hell yeah, you have. Yeah, I love this film, Terry. Yeah. Now I know, I I know you didn't. Uh, or should I say you you said it was all right. I I thought it was okay. I just felt it didn't add anything to anything. But th- that's what I quite liked about it. So, S- spoiler tags here. Yeah, spoiler tags here. Um, so I I I like Tom Hardy. Um, I thought he played a very good character in this I thought Venom itself was um, done in a comical kind of way Mm. Um, I think think too many films get up their own arse these days and it was just nice to have a bit of comic relief yeah Um, I I don't know I mean I, I remember speaking to you when you'd first seen it at the cinema and you're like, oh no, it's not in the Spider-Man universe. It's just in its own little thing. And I, I think this this worked really well. It it was fine. Uh, there there was just some weird stuff. Again, we've put spoiler tags in here. Yeah. they're in the show notes. Good luck. Um, so like the relationship with his his on-off girlfriend. Uh, there was times where it was just like, I'm not talking to you because I'm pissed off with you because I don't like you. And then, like, two scenes later, it's like, they're all, like, friendly and stuff. And then, like, a couple of scenes later, they're back together. And I'm like, what? You, you've not been in many relationships, have you, Terry? No. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of the... It was just a really kind of weird thing where it was just, like... Just stuff happened so quickly. There was the lady, the, the, the lab woman that actually originally came to Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I think she disappeared, like, halfway through the film for reasons. Hmm. And? and it's just like, but, but why? <laughs> like, where did she go to? Yeah, but like, the thing is, I mean, they the made this quite a concise film, so it was only like an hour and a half, and a lot happened in that hour and a half. Mm. Um, I, I thought they just got to the point. She was there for a reason. Um, she was there as a mechanic to say, "Hey, Eddie, come to this lab," and that's exactly what she did. Um, Eddie turned up at the lab, and before we know it, there was there was venom in him. Yeah, I mean, th- th- forgive me if I'm. Uh, misremembering things because it's it's been what two three months since I've I've watched it, but mm. you know I, I in at that moment it just felt okay sure that was a thing, it was a film that happened and it was okay but it didn't really do much, and that whole fucking post credit scene with uh, with Woody Harrelson, yeah that was it's going to be carnage. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Talk about hanging London on it. 
right? Yeah. But it just one of those where it's just like they they've confirmed that there is a sequel in the works. Yeah, yeah. So you you get your wish and you get a you, but, uh, you get another film. I, I th- thing is, I thought it it was fast moving. It did what it needed to do. There was some comedy in there. There was some decent acting. There was a shitload of action. Um, and, and I laughed out loud on a number of occasions. I mean, there, there, there was a bit um, where Venom was uh, talking to Tom Hardy in his head. And I, I can't remember exactly what he said, Bruce. I want to rip off all the heads and put them in a pile. He said, well, why do you want to do that? He says, bodies there, heads there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- that kind of thing, I, I, I just found it very funny. I was just like, oh, this is quite light. I like it. Yeah, I just felt, uh, again... The the Tom Hardy stuff kind of saved it. Hmm. Um, it was just like the villain was weak. Um, to be fair, yeah, there wasn't much to it. It it was just like I'm a guy that does a pharmaceutical thing. You can tell I'm gonna I'm a bad guy. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then there was like a fight for reasons, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah, he was a disposable character though, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I I understand he's a disposable character. It just felt like. It just felt like a, a real kind of low level, just kind of shit villain. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of there, there were bits in there, like for example, like um, Venom being like a kind of like a geek or a nerd on his planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But down here is like this big fucking hulking behemoth thing, yeah, yeah. and kind of like again, like I said, the the, the Tom Hardy stuff saved it. Um, from being terrible to it was okay but if they get a sequel out of it i mean it's it must have taken enough money for them obviously to warrant a sequel so yeah um it might be one of those things where later on they tie it back in but uh, i i don't know marvel or disney's marvel uh has kind of got its stuff intertwined with the spider-man stuff so will will they even let that happen mm. um even though sony still own the the rights to spider-man they might not want that and that might affect things and stuff for reasons so mm. it's all weird and political but no i i liked it i i, I thought the the inlog, monologue conversations between tom hardy and, and venom some of that was genuinely brilliant uh both christina and i laughed on many occasions on this the yeah uh, there, there was some really silly things where he picks the guy up and he's telling him about all the tasty snacks like his pancreas and his liver and yeah. all that sort of stuff, and when he's threatening the guy in the in the news agents in the the convenience store, they would bit his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, end spoiler tags. So, so Venom was okay. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. You you, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> I think that's a reference to something. Oh God. So anyway. Um, I give you a light and fluffy, silly, silly, silly film to go watch, Terry. I asked you to go and watch Airplane. You did. Now, Darren, I have a question for you. (laughs) Go on. Have I already seen this film? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think you have. I I wasn't so sure because either that or it's because... I've seen so many clips from this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, That maybe I thought I had seen it. Um... I'm just going to put it with the autopilot and the blowing him back up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, him smoking a cigarette afterwards with yeah. the uh, the flight attendant. Yeah. Um, you've got the... Uh, there's so many slapstick moments. He's yeah. so slapstick. Everybody get so in the crash positions. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, you've crashed. <laughs> 
I don't know. There, there is, there are just so many just very silly slapstick moments. But uh, like Leslie Nielsen, God bless him, bless his little cotton socks. Yeah. I if it, it was like this, for example, like the flashbacks of where the guys flying the plane, and then you see like the black and white flight montage, like in between all of that. Mm. And then there's just a couple shots where there's just a guy riding a pedal bike with wings attached to it, and it just kind of collapses over on itself, and that's his like post-traumatic stress disorder coming back at him. But I don't know. It's 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 fucking great. But apparently, there's a sequel to this. There is, yeah. Is that any good? Um, very similar kind of vein. Is it the exact same film? Uh, not the exact same. Uh, it's just very similar. Does it have the same people in it? That I can't remember. God damn it, Darren. Um, I, it, <laughs> it's I know, 30 uh, odd years ago, Darren. <laughs> 1980, this film came out. Yeah. yeah. Even I was only six. Yeah. You were pre-six. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like minus six when this film's out. God damn it. Um, but yeah, it's it's dumb. It's very funny. And it is one of those where... I started trying to attempt to watching this as like kind of a background thing. No, you can't do that. It wasn't one of those. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I started it and I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, just like the airport. It was like showing the airport scene right at the very beginning of the film, and the uh, the announcers start arguing with one another about stuff, mm. and I'm like, what? <laughs> like I'm just listening to it. and I'm like, hang on. Um, but then just like more slapsticky stuff just starts coming in, but it's, it's written so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it is dumb. It is great. But I mean, it's like, I've, I don't think I've watched the naked gun films yet as a part of this challenge. Pretty much the same film. Yeah. Uh, Are you aware of, um, something called police squad? Uh, I have heard of police squad. Um, kind of a TV cop drama comedy slapsticky type thing mm. um naked gun felt like um felt like a continuation of that yeah um, i watched um what was it uh there's a film called spy hard yeah yeah that i've seen that that was dumb yeah it's a similar kind of thing yeah but yeah, it feels like anything with Leslie Nielsen and it is kind of that sort of stuff maybe this is the one that kind of kickstarted all of that um, maybe I'm going to say know. possibly, right? Um, I I can't quite work out timeline. Um, I just know there was a lot of films with Les Nielsen in round about the same time. Mm. Also, the the two black guys um, that had to be have subtitles at the bottom because they were they were talking <laughs> they're talking i think is the film put it ghetto yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the old lady comes up and she's able to interpret what they're saying <laughs> he's telling his story about things in the war and people are just killing themselves around him the lady hanging herself the guy pouring petrol on himself and threatening to set himself on fire that's right just very the the difficulty being is because it's a lot of visual gags yeah 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 so there's no it there, there are jokes but there's a lot of visual gags like throughout um i mean the fact that the autopilot is just a fucking blow up doll <laughs> in a pilot's outfit just stupid shit like that but... and his wife when they fly off into the distance in the, yes <laughs> the i forgot end. about that <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the fact that even though the uh, the uh, wheels at the front are broken off, he's, he still just scrapes along the floor and just sets off. Yeah, yeah. Into the distance because autopilot doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, that that film is great. It is one of those where I wouldn't mind adding that to the collection. Mm. Watch once every so often. But yes, Aeroplane was uh, was great. Cool. Um, so. I think I was looking through the list, and I think I've got one last light and fluffy film before we get dark and broody. Oh, what? So your next film, Terry, is Stripes. Uh, okay. 1981. Bill Murray. Okay. Oh, there you go. John Candy. Okay. Harold Ramis. Oh, okay. And others. And for reasons, they're, they're, they're recruited into the military, and they have to do stuff. Fair enough. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's a good film. It, it's not quite as slapsticky as Airplane, but it's just generally a good film. It's it's a Bill Murray film is the best way I can describe it. It's a comedy with Bill Murray, Harold Ramis and John Candy. Yeah. So odds are that I'm probably going to like this film. I think you will, yeah. Oh, there you go. So that is what we've been watching. Darren, mm. let's talk about what we've been reading with our ear holes. Yes. Darren, have you been reading slash watching slash listening to anything with your face? Kind of. Um, okay. So I've been listening to a few podcasts. Um, with being in training, I didn't get to listen to any during the week. Mm. Um, so I, I kind of caught up on those on my runs. Um, I did pick up a, a new one, thanks to ads. Um, he suggested um, a podcast called Running Commentary. So the Running Commentary podcast, it's... Mm. Two comedians. It's uh, Paul uh, Tonkinson. Tom, okay. Tonkinson, I said that right. And uh, Rob Deering. Uh, they're two comedians. And while they're out and about doing their gigging, um, they keep fit by doing the running. Uh, so they decided to do a, a, put on some head mics and go for a run. And just the random shit that they talk about out on their run, it's, they just record it. Hence, run, running commentary. <laughs> and it's not bad. I mean, it's been running for years. So I went back and tried the first episode. And mm. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, when you're out running, you're just chatting random shit. It's just that. Yeah. Um. So I went back and watched the first episode. Uh, sorry, listened to the first episode. And I picked up the latest episode. Um. And currently halfway through that at the moment. Um. And it's okay. all right. It, it's good. Mm. You You feel like... It's one of those podcasts that, you know, when you sat in a pub and you listen to a conversation, yeah. it feels like that. Uh, um, so it's, d- they're not really talking about anything in general. It's not running focused as such. It's just more of a random chat. Right. I get you. Does it, does it feel like you could be out running and you could listen to this and you think you're running with them? You could do that. You could do that. I, I, and then you're answering them, and you're like, "Hang on, they're not here with me. This looks weird." So, so lonely. Um, yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. Oh, the story of my life. I oh, know. Uh, maybe you should subscribe. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I feel like I've got friends then. Yeah. Um, Crippling <laughs> <laughs> depression. Um, but no, it's, it, it's good. They're only about an hour long, and mm. they kind of run along and say, "Oh yeah, I used to run down here," and oh. Uh, and they, they're just kind of dodging around people as they're running and saying, oh, God, you don't want to run down there because X, Y, Z, and that kind of stuff. And it, it, it's just good, Terry. I like it. Sure. 
Um, so thanks, Ads, for that. There you go. Um, and then just the other thing, I've I've got about another ten hours into the Forever. Um, that's gone in some interesting directions. Okay. I can't spoil it because there is so much that's happened. Um, I, I think last time I mentioned that uh, uh, the dude John he'd gone out to make first contact with other planets and stuff um, because because the Earth was in trouble. Um, since then, the the Earth is no longer in trouble f- for reasons, and uh, humanity is taken to the stars. Oh, well, there you go. You see, um, but it's it's good. There's just some brilliant characters in it, and. Uh, yeah, the narrator is very, very good. Hmm. Um, and that's about all I can say. I've got about three, four hours left on it, and I'm intrigued right. to see where it goes. So you, the, is, is, you say this is the first in the series? Yeah, this is first of a three-parter. So you're going to be carrying on then? I am shortly. Um, iTunes, um, sorry, iTunes. Um, Audible had a couple of free books on offer, so I've kind of went, click, give me all those for free. Um, so I'll probably go through those first and then go back to it. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, it's there you it, go. It, it's good. It's a, it, I I prefer it to the Bobverse. Right. Okay. Because the problem with the Bobverse was there were many many clones of Bob, and it was very hard to keep track of which Bob's talking. Yeah. Um, which you don't get that in this, so it's good. All the Bobs. All the Bobs. Um. So yeah, the the forever. I'm looking forward to seeing where this journey goes. Hmm. Not fair enough. Uh, what about yourself? Nothing. Oh, I can't. I can't. It's. I listen to podcasts in the car, but it's it's a difficult one at the moment because I I think I mentioned on the last episode, um, all all phones are, are, are barred at work in in the, in the sense that you will you will have phones away, um, you will you will not touch them unless you're on a breaky dinner. Now the problem being is Darren is a lot of my listening. I used to so I'd be out in the warehouse in my little quiet corner. Hmm. where I can barely hear a radio. So I'd stick a podcast on or a book and I'd listen to that while I was doing stuff. I can't do that now. Oh. So a lot of my listening time has been reduced in the car, um, where I like to listen to my podcasts, but, uh, well, which see, is a fucking bummer. Well, you see, that should be motivation. So as soon as lunchtime comes around, get on your walking boots, shoes, whatever they are, get your headphones on and go for a walk. You turn a bit Yorkshire there. Yeah, yeah your walking oh, boots blo- on. Bloody Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I I go out for my little half an hour, forty minute jaunt. Well, there we go. Uh, and I do. That's I do two and a half hours stuff. a week, Terry. Okay. And if you're going out, for the I have no excuses. You have no excuses. I have no excuses. No. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I will try better. Yeah. But Darren, mm. enough of that shit. It's time. It's time for the reading corner. Batman. Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. For reasons. Yes. Thoughts. Um. Beautiful. Art style. Really yes. beautiful. I mean, there was. Um, so, just to quickly go over the story. Uh, for reasons, Donatello wanted to send a message to Batman. Accidentally transported himself across to Gotham and Bane across to New York. Yeah. And. <laughs> so. What I was thrown with is... Um, so I only know Bane from the Batman games and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see him as a criminal mastermind. Well, that's what they tried to get across in Dark Knight Rises. 
Ah, is that okay. he he was he was intelligent. I mean, the thing was um, in Batman Nightfall. Mm. That's where Bane breaks Batman's back. Sure, yeah. But Bane figures out who Batman is. Right. Okay. Oh, in yeah. That yeah. comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he is a lot smarter. Um, like so, like Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. So like big hulking dum dum. Mm. that drives poison ivy around he's he's not that he's not that uh guy yeah sure um but no that that's what they tried to convey in dark knight rises is that he was intelligent and he was a strategist mm. um but yeah i i didn't mind his take you know the take on the character in this one no no i don't get me wrong i didn't mind it at all um i guess it just feels a bit weird thinking that all of the media has kind of shown him as not very yeah yeah, uh, a bit thick, and before you yeah. know it, he's he's got the entire of um, um, all the villainy um, of New York behind him. Fuck all that. What about roided out Donatello? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I, and again, I, th- I don't, I, I, I like this. Um, I, it was one of those where it wasn't just like a mysterious portal opens up for reasons. It was like, no, there's an actual story reason why this is happening again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I like the whole bit where um, uh, Damien was fighting with uh, Raphael and uh, having a like proper brawl. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, it, it was just, it was interesting how they brought Shredder into it as well to fight mm-hmm. on on Batman's side against the the evil that is Bane. Well, because he he basically roided the fuck out of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, even be Bob and Rocksteady had the helmets on, right? I know, and I was just, like, I. So yeah, I I enjoyed this, um, but what I found is, I mean, normally when I'm reading the comics, I'm 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 skim reading to be honest. But what I found with sure. this is. There was that much detail in it that I found myself stopping and looking because there, there, there was a lot of words going on. Yes, there was. Um, but I mean, the, the initial scene where Batman and Damien came into um, the the sewer, mm. and some of the art. Uh, so basically, you had uh, I think it was Donnie or Raph uh, in the front of the frame, but there was just so much going on in the background. I'm like, shit, me! They, they must spend hours painting that one frame. I mean, that's the thing. It, it, you can tell a good comic book by the fact that the the, the art itself tells the story. Mm, mm. Um, like you say, I I do a similar thing. I do skim read through stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if the art, you know, if the art is that good that it, it helps kind of convey that, then it you know more power to it. But it, it's like you say, it's a really good art style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a really good story as well, which I enjoyed yeah, a yeah. lot. Um, and you know you, you think they work but you know like Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but they really work together well yeah yeah, yeah they do <laughs> um, but they, they make it so grounded um, but yeah it's it is really good I like the fact that like Damien and, and Batgirl and Nightwing were all in there mm, as well yeah 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 and doing stuff for reasons yeah um, but yeah I really enjoyed this one yeah it was good I'm glad that they're doing random crossovers like this because they tell good stories indeed yeah uh, so yeah so Darren the next one mm. so um, it's it's on sale on Comixology at the moment okay but it's based off of uh, there's a new TV series come out called Deadly Class okay um, I think it's it's about people that go to a school where they're taught how to kill and 
do things like that. Okay, like assassins. Like assassins and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so we're going to read the comic book, which is called Deadly Class. Okay. Uh, and that that's about as much thought as I put into this one. Nice. Okay. Uh, it was either that or Sabrina, and I thought, well, I've not watched Sabrina yet, so... Yeah. Sabrina. Good. There, there, there you go. See. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the reading corner. Darren, yeah. that is it. That is That's it. That's it. Done. It's done. Podcast is cancelled. Oh, it's all right. I've got another. God damn it. Um, yeah. If you would like to get in touch with us, podcast checkpointdone.com. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, website, YouTube. I've, t- I've. So here's a th- here's a thing mm. with the YouTubes. Oh. I no. It, I, I've I've taken an hour's footage of Resident Evil Two, but I did the whole 4K thing. Ah. Uh. The 4K HDR thing. So, so that's a thing. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to try and find a way to transfer that from my hard drive to a computer without it like fizzing at the back mm. and smouldering. But we'll see how that works. Um, but yeah, all of that checkpoint done. Uh, Darren, you can you can hear about his running event. You still got to be like promoting this on Twitter, uh, the the podcast and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing for like new episodes and stuff like that for people to. Oh yeah, we'll do something. Yeah. They'll they'll do us something, um. You know, you know, go follow Darren because he'll he won't be talking about this one, but he'll be talking about his other one. Yeah, yeah, the, the proper one. Bastard. Um, <laughs> and I am at he's at D five one two zero. I'm at Foxander one. Until the next time. Au revoir. Goodbye.